Welcome back to our Born to Prosper Essential Guide series. Super excited to be with you at the conclusion of the section Prosperous Order with episode 18 today. We're having a look at three types of financial lifestyles, talking about financial order in our world in this episode. And I trust that you've gained much out of this very important section of your Born to Prosper Essential Guide journey because we've been having a look at the different sections of bringing order. God is not the author of confusion. God is a God of order. We looked at successful people track their progress. We've had a look at successful people learn to live by daily standards to achieve their goals. Re-listen to this. We, I challenge you to download those apps in those six areas. We had a look at challenging us in calories and cadence, our exercise, our cash spending, our reading, our confessions, the Prosper Clock app, our courses. I told you there's a whole lot of resource on all the different platforms. I trust you're still on this journey, not being hard on yourself, not putting yourself under the law, but choosing to live by daily standards. And as you live by those daily standards and you're starting to track, things are going to start to get order in your life, getting help from people that are successful in finances, in nutrition, in exercise, getting healthy programs for your body, getting right advice, medical advice. I've said I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't do when it comes to your personal exercise and your personal money. I'm simply giving you directional guidance to say think in these directions start to bring order and i know that how god works when you start to bring order into your world god is right there in the midst of that because god is not the author of confusion amen so let's get straight into today's final episode of this section prosperous order episode 18 three types of financial lifestyles episode 18 we're going to focus on financial order as this is often an area that many people struggle with the most. And as we've learned in our previous episodes, our subconscious mind determines our habits and both good and bad, and it's no different with money. So on a scale of one to 10 questions to you today, one being very disorderly and 10 being very orderly, what number would you give your current financial order? How much order is there in your finances? That means budgets, savings, investments, debt. Where would you track yourself? If you were to track yourself on a scale of one to 10, what would you say it is? If you look at financial order, where would you say your world is? Is it one? No, it's chaos. It's bad. Maybe I'm unemployed. Whatever it is. Versus 910. No, I've got a very tight ship running here. I don't overspend. I've got surplus every month. Whatever it might be. We're going to challenge you in a whole maybe new way of thinking in this episode. And I want to say to you as well is that don't judge yourself if it's one or two. Let's change. Let's get better. That's why we're on this journey together. Not to judge you, but to help you to understand that you are born to prosper. So if you scored a six or more out of 10 on that scale of one to 10, well done, keep going. If you scored five or less, remember what Robert Russell said in our previous episodes, whenever you are faced with what seems impossible or unachievable, it's simply a reflection of your conditioning, not your potential. So don't think all is lost if you scored five or less. Change your conditioning and you'll begin to bring order to your life. So three categories, three types of financial lifestyles, three categories to finances. So people fall into three distinct categories with respect to finance. You'll be in one of these three. Number one, you're either in a deficit position. And that means you're in debt by spending too much. You've got no systems, no tracking. You just live hand to mouth. You've got a lot of, you've built up a lot of debt because you haven't tracked. There's no plan. It was just live every day as I want, do what I want, what I feel like doing, a deficit position. Or you live by a break-even position. Number two, you spend everything, but you don't have debt but you've got nothing left over. You, you live salary in, salary out. You're in a break-even position. Or number three, 
You live in a surplus position. You spend less than what you earn. So it would be very easy to trick oneself into believing that if you were in category one or two, deficit or break even, that all you have to do is earn more money, then one would automatically graduate into the third category. This, of course, is not necessarily true. If a person is in a deficit financial position, it means they are in the habit of spending more money than they can earn. Similarly, if they're in a break-even position, they're in the habit of spending everything they earn. So since we're all creatures of habit, it follows that earning more money would not necessarily change your overall financial position. It's therefore vitally important that when you decide how much money you want to earn, you design a new financial plan or you have one designed for you, which will force you to discipline yourself at least for two, two to three months in our 90-day tracking challenge until you form the new habit of living by that plan. Now, I know money is always a difficult thing to bring into line because if you're in a bad habit of buying things or just eating what you want to eat all the time because that's just the way I've lived, but there's no sacrifice when it comes to either getting out of debt or it comes to using some of your money for investments. It's You need to have a person who's going to help you through this process. So if you find that the task of getting your financial world for this exciting journey is something you're not able to do alone, then I'd strongly suggest that you seek out professional assistance. This is something that all wealthy people always do. They have people that help them track their finances to see if they're on course. And that is to say that wealthy individuals follow the advice of financial experts. It is similar in the principle to the idea that if someone was sick, he or she would seek out skilled physicians for advice. Moreover, you should also keep in mind that even healthy people, if they are wise, periodically go for a doctor's checkup to see how they are doing. Not that you even are sick, but we really have to do checkups. And this is the same when it comes to your finances. And it's already been brought to your attention that very few people ever develop real expertise in the area of serious financial planning. That's why no one's expecting you now to become a trained financial expert, but at least get advice from somebody who can give you suggestions to bring change into your habits and your spending and can start giving you a plan of either a paying off your debt plan or investing in the future, whatever that plan might be. I want to just say that as you seek out a competent financial advisor, maybe somebody that you can trust, sometimes they don't want to open up their finances because I'm embarrassed. I don't know who to talk to, so I just kept going down this spiral, this downward spiral of getting worse and worse. And I want to say to you, don't condemn yourself today. Don't judge yourself. If your finances are in chaos, if you're a business owner, you're listening to this episode today and you say, you know, I've got disorder in my business. Oh, the tax man money and I don't know how to deal with it. I'm not sure what to do. I'm living in anxiety. I'm having sleepless nights. I want to say to you, there is a solution for you. Don't write yourself off. But if you don't deal with it sooner than later, it's just going to get a lot worse later on. Have the boldness, have the, get the courage and say, find somebody who you can trust and say, let me help you through this process. And when they, when what I found is that when we sit down with somebody who's not emotionally attached to your challenges or emotionally attached to your struggles and they give you just sound advice, you go, wow, that didn't sound as as bad as what I thought it was. Because sometimes the enemy comes in like a flood and he adds 50 million percent worse possible outcomes to the story. He tells you you're useless, you're going to go bankrupt, you're not worthy of anything, your father was bankrupt, your grandfather, he throws all of these lies in front of you and yet, hey, it might be true, whatever, but we are going to bring change. Why? Because we're going to start to bring order to our world and we're going to start to, to bring change to our world, our health. Remember our six areas that we were tracking and I trust that you are still on that journey with yourself, not for me, but for yourself. 
your calories. I trust that you've downloaded an app that can track your calories. You're starting to learn what is a carbohydrate, what is a protein, what is a fat, what is how much liquid is good for you. Water is one of the best things invented by God that keeps mankind alive. And you should consume at least two liters or three liters or whatever your nutritionist tells you, but a lot of water, your cadence. I hope you're getting daily exercise. I can't afford a gym contract. Well, there's a tar road outside. Get onto the road and start walking. You can do push-ups on your floor in your room. You can do many things without having to have a gym contract. Just start moving that body and your cash, your spending. Starting to bring order to our spending, not just taking a credit card and swiping when I feel like something sweet or swiping when I feel like a cup of coffee, but actually tracking, hey, I've got a new plan here and I can't do that anymore. Now it's hard because you're just used to, I've got this little routine. Every morning I wake up and then I do my little YouTube thing and then I go to the local coffee shop and I spend 40 bucks every morning on a little cappuccino. Did you know that if you buy a cup of coffee for 30 rand, it's the African rand a day for five days a week, and you do that for 52 weeks a year, you spend 8,000 rand a year on coffee. Now, comes to December, I can't afford to go away. If you cut back your coffee and you just made a cup of coffee at home, you could have had eight grand additional just in one spending area of your life. Now, extrapolate that into other areas, you know, water, buying water every day or whatever, as opposed to investing in a filter at home and just getting a, a good bottle and putting filtered water and taking that with you in your vehicle, not buying that bottle of water all the time. And I don't put you under the law. I say to you to start to bring order to your world, to start to see that money that I was spending on coffee, I now do a 30 rand EFT transfer into my savings account. And wow, came to December, I cut out buying water and coffee and suddenly I realized, but I've got 16,000 rand, I've got 20 grand at the end of the year, just by changing two spending areas of my life. This is what tracking does. This is how we get our worlds of order. So when you have a look at this area of our life, and we're talking about the three different kinds of lifestyles. So if we think we need to earn more money, that's just, I feel, fell into this trap often in my life. Well, if I just earn more money, then I'll get into surplus. And what I found in my own life, early days, was that I would earn more money and then end up spending more money because, hey, I've got all this money now. I can, hey, I've always wanted to buy that. I've always wanted to buy that. But because there's no plan, there's no clear goal, and there's no daily standards to achieve that goal, I just do what I want, when I want, how I want. It's like the old story of Alice in Wonderland when she came to the crossroads in her life and there was a rabbit on the side of the road. She said, Mr. Rabbit. She said, which road should I take? And the rabbit said, where do you want to go? She said, I don't know. She said, he said well, any road will, will work. So if you don't know where you want to go, any road will take. That's why as Christians, as pastors, we challenge people week in and week out about the road that is going to lead either to an eternal life of heaven or an eternal destruction of hell. And Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the road. So we are obligated as Christians to tell people about a road. Now, take that back into your personal life. There's a road that seems good unto man. Many are the plans in a man's heart. But the end result sometimes is death. There are many roads. Not all roads lead to Rome, as the world would want to tell you. No. So I say to you, there's a road of financial victory. There's a road of nutritional victory. There's a road of exercise victory. There's a road of knowledge and educational victory. There's a road. And what you choose is your choice. You have a free will. And I believe that you are going to start making, and you have already started to adjust things. And that's why you're going to start to see incredible victory and breakthrough in your life. Now, you could either be in a deficit position, like I said, we're going to start looking at that. We're either going to be in a break-even position, we're going to change that habit. I mean, Because where do we want to get to? We want to get to a surplus. Now, what does that mean? 
a perfect world, utopia, a perfect world is to live on 70% of your income. Now you go, that's impossible. I need 200% of what I'm currently earning. I understand that. But sometimes, that's why we're going to look at prosperous value in the episodes that lie ahead. Sometimes your value is not enough because you haven't taken the challenge of the cognitive challenge, the C, the, C, the one C that we looked at, we had a look at, was number four, was cognitive reading, and number six, courses. We haven't been faithful to enroll in courses and read books that are going to increase our value. And that's why the world is not exchanging money for you, that there's no money coming into your life, into your account, through an increase in salary or through your business, your clientele, buying more from you because they don't find there's enough value in your voice. There's a good course on Leader Breeder World called Discover Your Voice. Go listen to that course, enroll in it, and you'll hear how you're designed to develop your voice, discover your voice, because most people live with an echo. They live in someone else's shadow. They live in someone else's revelation. But you have to discover your own voice because you have a voice. The sheep hear my voice, says Jesus. I know them and they follow me. So you too, you also have a voice in society. And depending on how powerful your voice is, in other words, when you look at successful footballers, are you using example of Cristiano Ronaldo, not that I'm promoting him again, but I say, I look at a guy like that. He's recently signed a $200 million a year football contract with a Saudi football club. And people go, that's ridiculous, but that's his voice. So when he opens his mouth and he goes, my name is Cristiano Ronaldo, they're willing to throw $200 million just in his contract. That's besides endorsements and et cetera, et cetera. I was watching a, an article recently on Roger Federer, the retired tennis player, who was one of the greatest tennis players to ever live. And they were talking about all of his endorsements and all of his earnings and that. But he had a voice. He won Wimbledon seven times. So the value he had to develop in playing tennis to win that tournament is what got him that income. So what do you have to do to increase your value in order to uh, have more income? If you're talking about, I'm in a deficit position, sometimes we're in a deficit position because we're not earning enough money. And the reason we're not earning enough money is because our voice is not strong enough. And In other words, the public don't know about your voice. The clientele don't know about your product and service, and they're not buying from you. That's why we're struggling to get income. Or you're in a break-even position. Your voice is out there in the masses of many people, but it's not standing out. But in a surplus position is what? I dominate the market either in my business sector or I've got good systems in place and I'm putting away X amount of money a month. So if we talk about 70%, you'll notice that in this Born to Prosper book, if you've bought the book, there is a budget plan there as well. So what you can do is you can go to IamBornToProsper.com, IamBornToProsper.com, and you click on the budget tab, register on the, on the platform, and there is a 70%, 80%, 90%, 100% budget plan we've developed there for you. And what you can do is you can put in your current income and expenditure, and that'll be the 100% one. And then it'll extrapolate it for you to 80 and 90 and 70. It'll tell you what must you change in your expenses to get to living off 90%. What must you change to live off 80%, spend 80%. What must you live to 70%? Because we want to try and get to the 70% utopia, the goal of 70%. Now, we've also taken across there, there is a budget form. And we've got our get out of debt form as well. It's in the book. You can see that as well, how to get out of debt. You take your smallest debt. And you put that down on your list and then you start to chip away at your smallest debt first, paying that off, the good policy, G-O-O-D, get out of debt. And then also there's the financial freedom form, which we've broken up into 10 blocks. So 
It's Monday to Friday, a five-day work week, a.m. and p.m. Makes up 10 blocks. And we say to you, put your current income in there. It'll divide it by 10. And the top left block is we say it's your kingdom block. It's your tithe, your commitment to God's kingdom. The bottom block, your Monday afternoon, is your investment block is where you want to get to the point where you're spending 10% of your salary is going towards investments. And then the Tuesday morning block top is going to be your get out of debt, either paying off debt or it's going to be your surplus, your savings. And then the remaining seven are going to be the your 70% that you want to live your life. That's your food, your bonds, your whatever it is that you need to live your life. Now you're saying, gee, that seems impossible. I understand right now it might seem impossible. Remember, Robert Russell said what? It might seem impossible because your conditioning is bad. It's not your potential, but it's your conditioning. If you look at the two ways in which money can work for you is there are two ways in which money can work for you. Either you work for money or money works for you. And that's where I say to you as well, we're going to look at the prosperous value, prosperous future episodes that lie ahead. We're going to talk about pipeline income, how to challenge ourselves to build systems and things that we can automate them or we can put them onto automatic income, like for example, a property. If you have a property, if you understand that investment platform and you eventually pay off that property, you put a tenant in, that person gives you pays you rent, that rent becomes a monthly income for 12 months. That's how that works. And again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you to buy property. I'm saying to you, it's about increasing your income potential. How? By gaining more value. And we, when you start to earn more money, if you haven't changed the habit of having good financial systems in place, you're going to stay spending all that money and you're going to remain in a deficit or you're going to remain in a break even. And we want to get to a place where we're in a surplus. We want to put away 10% of our income every month in our savings account. 10% to God, 10% to investment, and 10% to saving. That's, I know, seems impossible now, but it's possible. And some of you are, that are listening to this are already able to do that. It's just because your lifestyle is 100%, 110%. Why? Because I'm just, I'm in a bad habit of just doing things that I don't even actually need. I'm just comfortable in doing those things. And this is what we're going to start to challenge you with to change. So I trust that you've learned much out of these episodes, re-listen to a few of them. If you haven't got a copy of the Born to Prosper book, I encourage you to get to it. I'm not trying to sell you something, but all of this content is in there. If you haven't gone to the IamBornToProsper.com website, go there, or the Leader Breeder World website, go there, register yourself for free, and then enroll in some of those courses, start to watch a few things. There's a whole lot of good content out there, different things you can subscribe to. Remember, 10 pages a day of a good book that's going to help you to become a better version of yourself and you're going to start to see incredible breakthroughs. People are going to come to you for advice. You're going to be that person that's gone through a test and now it's become a testimony and you're going to help many people because I once was lost but now I'm found was blind but now I see. So God doesn't expect perfection. God just expects order and that's part of our responsibility as well. So I trust you've had a great time in this section. Next week, can't wait to be with you. We're starting a new section next week called Prosperous Purpose. Get ready, eh? It gets better. Prosperous Purpose. Then we're going we're gonna to look at prosperous forgiveness, prosperous future, prosperous value. So many things sliding ahead. Can't wait to be with you. I'm committed. I hope that you are still committed with me. Share this with your world. If somebody needs to hear this, somebody needs to be encouraged to get some form of order into their life, share this, these podcasts with your friends and family. I appreciate that. I don't make money off it but we make a difference with it. Amen. So have a great week and may you be blessed, may you be highly favored and may you continue on your journey, your 90-day journey to bring those bad habits into good places and watch what's going to happen. You're going to see God do incredible things through your life. Be blessed.
In Jesus' name, amen.